0: Are you actually recording? It says recording yes, for yes, me. Yes, it,
1: it actually says it's recording this time, so we're good. We're we are totally good. We are live. I know how this thing works.
0: Yes, uh, we are live. I am blue. This is how we're starting today. That's Brad.
1: Uh, you know what? It's fine. It's fine. After the shit show that was last week's episode, this this is fine.
0: Yeah. Oh, we're be the anime, by the way. Uh, yeah, yeah,
1: we, we B&B anime. I, Brad, that blue, she abandoned me last week. We're here now. We're all yeah. back together. Everything is A-OK. Just listen Happy to family. the dulcet tones that come from our mouths. Listen to us as we speak into existence the bullshit that is this podcast. Thank you for joining us.
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah, and and this week, we covered...
1: The heaviest thing we have covered in quite a while. Yeah. <laughs> oh oh i wasn't prepared i'd apologize actually i should have known considering this story was created by the same person who created a silent voice mm-hmm. so i get it i should have expected it and there was a reason why the show was very highly talked about and beloved in like the anime like tiktok and twitter community yeah so i get it but at the same time i wasn't emotionally ready for this this week
0: <laughs> no i wasn't either um and oh yeah like I, I kept a cry count because we do that here on the podcast
1: yeah especially if blue has to keep a cry count you you know that we we are extra gaming this week
0: <laughs> yeah 100 percent. so um the way i score a cry count is per like only can do once per episode so if a tier leaves my eyeball once an episode that counts that's a tick mm-hmm. and it it's not like full-on sobbing as well it's just if if a tear leaks from the eye that mm-hmm. counts yes so um yeah there are 20 episodes this week
1: uh-huh
0: I got let me guess you
1: i was gonna say you're probably at about a five or a six i'm guessing
0: six yeah six oh,
1: yep we're we are right there together
0: <laughs> yeah so uh that Look at it, that!
1: This show sucked, man. It
0: sucks. It's so bad.
1: Oh, but we we're getting just a little bit ahead of ourselves. Oh so gosh. since we since we've taken a week off, I say we've taken a week off. You had a week because last week was beyond busy for you how you been i feel like it's been ages since we have spoken have you enjoyed all the tiktoks i've sent you did you like the new trailer for kaguya sama season three that's the real question
0: Mm -hmm. i'm excited for kaguya (laughs) sama i i'm so stressed right now but you know life is life and my birthday's on monday so that's a nice like new thing Damn
1: it, I knew I wanted to start this episode off with something. I wanted to do it by shouting happy birthday, but I forgot.
0: Ah, well there you go. Yeah,
1: (laughs) I would have remembered had, you know, this episode actually recorded like it was fucking supposed to whenever I clicked it. But no, no, I clicked it, it didn't record. We got off on a tangent. Here we are, however, happy birthday! Thank
0: you. It's coming to the end of Scorpio season, so have to embrace it while it's still here
1: you can do it (laughs) can do it it.
0: and uh yeah i don't know it's uh, i have opened a couple packages sent from my parents Mm
1: -hmm. that
0: um are now that are just like boxes of beautifully wrapped presents so the beautifully wrapped presents are now sitting beautifully destroyed not yet they i've been very good and they are sitting on my side table next to my sofa Mm -hmm. and they will remain there until monday (laughs)
1: But can you keep your excitement contained until Monday?
0: I It's been three days, I think, since I received the parcel. Mm-hmm. And I haven't opened them. So, yeah, I'll, they'll probably stick around until Monday.
1: Well, allow me to be the devil on your shoulder and tell you that you should open them right after we're done recording.
0: Mm, see, I, I don't think I will. I think I'm going to save until Monday. I was always that kid at Christmas, though, that was like, I'm fine waiting until, you know everyone's awake. I may have like gone into people's rooms and bugged them, but like I didn't have, you know, like the new year, the Christmas Eve present. I never had mm-hmm. that. Or like people sometimes open their stockings early and stuff. Like I never did any mm-hmm. of that. It was always on Christmas day for me. And yeah. after breakfast, that was the, mm-hmm. the rule.
1: Yeah, I get that. I was never one to do that either. I guess I've just never really looked at Christmas as like this grand old thing don't get me wrong as a kid i loved my presents, but at the same time i was never like "Ooh, i gotta i gotta go sneak a peek or i gotta figure out what it was typically i kind of had an idea of what i was gonna get and so it's just kind of like meh i'll get to it whenever i get to it and now as an adult i'm even more just like Ugh, i have to be around people social anxiety Ooh. <laughs> <ew." laughs>
0: yeah no i uh yeah when i was a kid we used to have like three christmases because i would have christmas at home Christmas with my mum's parents, like Christmas with my dad's mum. Mm-hmm. I might, usually my Uncle Nicholas, but uh, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's since we've come to Canada, and even before then, we've always had a quite a small environment. I have a big family, but we always kept it kind of small. I don't know.
1: You know, what's hard to believe what we're already talking about Christmas again.
0: I, I, it's I fully think it's um, uh, commercialism being like forcing there was christmas presents in dollarama in august
1: now you see i can believe that because pretty much as soon as it went from october 31st with all the halloween shit out all the candy to where i swear walmart and literally everywhere else like had a overnight crew just come in and completely change every fucking thing because it immediately went from spooky to green and red everywhere Mariah Carey on the loudspeakers. It's like Thanksgiving doesn't even fucking exist.
0: Yeah, yeah, especially if you Americans, you have another holiday coming up.
1: Yeah, we do. You've already had your Thanksgiving.
0: Yes, uh, yeah, Canadians have. Although, in Newfoundland, they celebrate Guy Fawkes, so there is still that in one part of Canada, and then obviously in the UK as well, there's still Guy Fawkes.
1: Um, I'm, I'm sorry, what? Which
0: was yesterday the 5th of I'm, november i'm sorry what remember remember the 5th of november uh-huh gunpowder something and blancmange that's not right but <laughs> that's it rhymes <laughs> it rhymes with whatever the thing is and that's what came to my head uh-huh um yeah what, okay what is this holiday it's uh a, a dude a, a while ago called uh-huh. guy fawkes uh-huh uh, was italian he was italian (laughs) the dude a while ago was italian and now we celebrate (laughs) it every year (laughs) um
1: is is this how mario was made i'm confused
0: yeah uh not quite but yeah he and his buddies actually feel like he was a lackey if i can remember correctly like he wasn't one of the top guys of the group but we use his name Mm -hmm. um tried to burn down the parliament building
2: Mm -hmm.
0: was unsuccessful Uh uh-huh um and thus burned at the stake oh and now every november we have Bonfire night on the 5th of November, where we get where we make giant bonfires and have a parade and set Uh off fireworks. Sometimes a carnival comes into town. And um, in certain villages, you will find people making scarecrow like beings out of straw and whatnot.
2: Uh huh.
0: uh, And burning them on said bonfires. And it's a national treasure. What the hell? And it was my favourite holiday growing up, because it was three days before my birthday. Uh-huh. And uh, and there was always a parade annually every year, and I was usually on the parade because of either my school, or scouts, or something else. Um, And it was, um, I'd say, a much bigger event than Halloween. Halloween was kind of chill.
1: Uh-huh. Guy
0: Fawkes is the big event.
1: Interesting.
0: Yeah.
1: I've been intrigued.
0: Yeah, I remember being when I was little, and I remember Halloween being like, oh, are people going to do the American holiday? That's how it kind of was (laughs) growing up. Like, it was like certain houses wouldn't celebrate Halloween Mm
1: -hmm. just
0: because it hadn't quite gotten to. I assume now it's much bigger for like regular houses and stuff, but like the commercial side of things hadn't really gotten to the UK. So it was harder Mm -hmm. to physically purchase like outdoor decorations. Mm -hmm. So. You would see, like, the pumpkins and the, you know, the the actual kind of more, like, ritualistic kind of stuff. that You know, the pumpkins, the hay bits, the, the figures that are handcrafted. But mm-hmm. you wouldn't see, like, blow up, you know.
1: Dragons and yeah. spooky shit and all that fun stuff. Yeah. Fog C- machines.
0: Yeah, exactly. Because you couldn't, fu- like, they weren't for sale. You couldn't buy uh-huh. them.
1: Yeah. Um, Makes
0: sense. Yeah. And then... And especially considering that literally five days after, there's another holiday that is much bigger and more of a group celebration. Like, Halloween is an individual thing, really, where you kind of stick to your own unit, whereas Guy Fawkes is a parade, so the whole town comes together.
1: Now, is it just everybody individually does their own bonfire, or does the parade also consist of a bonfire in which a scarecrow is getting toasted?
0: (laughs) So that depends. Uh, it's quite common for people to have their own backyard bonfires, mm-hmm. um, but depending on smaller villages and stuff, they will usually be like a general park. We had the wreck; that's what we called it. It was just a general park that we mm-hmm. that um. And the carnival would come to the wreck, so there was like a helter skelter and a merry go round, and then some like carnival games during November, and they would set up there because it was a big open field and Mm -hmm. part of what they did was also to have a giant bonfire but when that happened obviously they have a lot more like regulations so you couldn't go sit in front of the bonfire because there would be like barriers to keep you away from the flames um so it was less personal Mm
2: -hmm. so
0: most people would go to the parade to enjoy the parade go play the games buy some food and then go home you know in the evening and then make their own bonfire and sit around and have a couple pints, you know what I mean?
1: Mm -hmm. So, Um, is it considered sacrilegious to make s'mores off of said scarecrow as it is burning?
0: S'mores weren't a thing at that time in the UK.
1: The hell you say to me?
0: (laughs) That's another American treat that hadn't crossed the pond yet. I mean, it had. Mm -hmm. My my perception of it is also a little different because my godmother is from New York. Mm -hmm. So, when I was little, I'd go around her house and she would make s'mores and be like, here, have a thing, you know? So, Mm -hmm. but like, I remember also being like, that's an American thing. And it was always like a, a foreign food.
1: I mean, although it may be foreign, it is delicious.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Can't have them now though. The gelatin in them. Not vegetarian.
1: Makes sense, makes sense. Yep, those are made from crushed up cow bones. There's your fun fact for the day here for, at the BNP Anime
0: Podcast. Yeah. Oh. But yeah, I don't know. So I assume, like, I'm the way that I'm talking about this is very early 2000s. Like, that's how it is in my brain. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm sure things are very different now. Possibly. Um, well, I know that, like, the commercial side of things is definitely ramped up for Halloween over there. Mm-hmm. And I quite often see like it being more of a big deal but it's not just like a thing that you know teens go and celebrate to get drunk and then go and celebrate the next holiday five days later and get drunk you know what i mean Mm -hmm. it's um i feel like it's more of a a kid thing but i remember like there being kids in my in my class at school that wouldn't dress up for halloween and in school Mm -hmm. like you know when you do like oh let's do fun class celebrations they were all centered around guy fawkes they weren't centered around halloween at that time of year
1: Uh, okay that makes sense
0: yeah Especially because they can then teach us history at the same time.
1: Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Makes sense. Why not turn something into a lesson just to get the kids involved?
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's Guy Fawkes. Your lesson uh, of the day. Your lesson on British culture of the day.
1: Ah, I have been enlightened. Yes. So yes. I, during our break, have done a few things.
0: Have you really?
1: I have. So, My Hero movie, for one. Mm. Fantastic, mate. Yes. So good. Good. Solid nine to a nine and a half out of ten. I can't remember what I gave it last week. I can't even remember if I rated it at all. But yeah, solid nine, nine and a half out of ten. Hands down, best My Hero film to date. May or may not be my favorite Shonen film to date. Wow. Yeah, it's a... it was so good. I I really enjoyed it. Plus, it was nice to hang out with friends, go get a metric fuck ton of sushi beforehand. We are not going to discuss how much money I spent on sushi, probably close to $60. Who cares? Nice. Regardless, I had a lot of sushi. I watched a film. It was fun. Um, I kind of got into the Halloween spirit a little bit this year, maybe. Mm. I gave out candy. That's about it.
0: Oh, did you see any cute kids? yes yeah cute
1: yeah so that was fun uh big important piece of news thing might be i don't know who cares uh i may or may not have given out candy with now said girlfriend that's the thing (gasps) i can no longer make jokes about being sad and alone Uh... i will still probably do that anyway
0: That's so cute. Yeah,
1: that thing happened.
0: Oh, congratulations.
1: Oh, thanks. Thanks.
0: Yeah. That's cute. Very yeah. cute.
1: Yeah. That was... Anything else exciting happened this past week? Oh, okay. Mm. So, the reason we're recording so late... I mean, y'all that are listening to this, you have absolutely no clue how late we're actually recording. But anyway, uh, we had inventory today. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And we had the best inventory I've ever had to date. I'm sure you're familiar with inventory and everything from working retail in the past. mm mm-hmm, Yep. So you know how typically after it's all said and done, you'll have to go through and find your variances and all that fun stuff? Yes. And typically you'll know your shrink whether you're over or under by said dollar amount? mm mm-hmm. So whenever I was at my past job, did I ever tell you how bad that inventory was?
0: No, I don't think you did.
1: So, during that inventory, back whenever I first moved back to where I am now and store manager at said store was fired and replaced with a new manager, we had to do inventory shortly thereafter. Mm -hmm. And the reason said manager was fired was because loss prevention had had the whistle blown on what he had been doing. However, nobody knew just kind of how bad inventory was because of what was happening. Right. So... The shrink on that inventory was $55,000. Oh. That's how much material was missing. Okay. You want to know what our shrink was on this inventory? Yes. At the new job, just just take a wild guess.
0: I don't know. It's going to be something dramatically different, like $50.
1: <laughs> four cents.
0: Oh, uh, yeah.
1: Four cents. We were over by four cents. It's just, I am baffled by this. Like, my brain cannot comprehend the absolute difference between going from one job having a $55,000 loss to being yeah. over by four cents. My brain, it, <laughs> I don't understand.
0: So, who got the four cents? Uh,
1: the company. I, it, yeah, I was gonna say the company, I guess, our back page, I guess, somehow our back page gets padded by mm. four cents, which doesn't mean anything no. because for our budget for October, we were actually short by about $1,600. Mm. So, you know, that that's probably where that's going to recoup the losses. There. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, it, that happened. That's kind of been my past two weeks. It has been very eventful, but at the same time, because of inventory, stressful. Uh,
0: inventory is the worst.
1: Oh, it is the absolute worst, not only that, but at the prior job I had, we had scanners. mm at this job, we had to write those bitches in a book by hand,
0: yeah, uh-huh. not fun, no. <laughs> no, not great,
1: but you know what was great what the amount of news we got this week,
0: ah, oh, that's I' say a this
1: week, also last week, kind of together, okay. Oh, another thing I want to talk about real quick. Okay. You should really watch Comey Can't Communicate. Okay. I realize I've been saying this ever since the show started, but and also realize it's releasing week to week, so it's kind of a pain in the ass. Mm-hmm. But I highly recommend it. I have not laughed so much in my life. It's a great time. And I relate to it on almost a spiritual level. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could say I was joking. I am not. <laughs>
0: that's funny
1: but it's great it's fantastic if you need something that's just a very easy watch to where you can laugh your ass off and have a great time it's on netflix episode three came out uh three days ago at Mm -hmm. time of this releasing so check it out i I cannot recommend anything more
0: nice
1: but yeah news (laughs) news trying to get back on track so you know how we talked about fruits baskets getting a film i think did we talk about that
0: uh, yes, I think we did.
1: Yes, so it has officially been confirmed that it is going to be releasing in February, and not only is it being released in February, but it's going to have a prequel bit covering Toru's parents, mm-hmm. and there's going to be new epilogue scenes being written by the manga creator.
0: Right, okay.
1: So, a lot of extra content, and I think the film is pretty much going to span the entire, I guess, new arc. Right. So, I guess if you're too lazy to watch all three seasons, I guess you can watch the film and kind of get it. I don't get it. However, that prequel bit kind of makes it worth going to see, in a sense. Mm Mm-hmm. At least that's what I can think of.
0: Yeah. I always have a a bit of a uh, reluctance with things like this, because... Like, I feel like I've had so many really good long-running things end in disaster when they just keep producing more content. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you get to the point where it's like, can we be done, please? Because Mm -hmm. you're just ruining my memory of this. Harry Potter is, I think, a fantastic example for a lot of people for that.
1: uh, Yes, I I can completely agree on that. But I feel like with this, you're just getting a little prequel bit about characters that are never really fleshed out. At mm-hmm. least they weren't fleshed out in the original Fruits Basket, from what we've seen. So I don't no, know if yeah. the new one has kind of given any more info on Toru and I her don't parents. think so. No. So at least we will get that, and also like an extra epilogue scene. That's mm-hmm. cool. That's fine. Mm-hmm. We got one of those at the end of I Want to Eat Your Pancreas, and that kind of made me happy.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: But also, talking about films that are going to be... In theaters, we officially have a date of when the tickets for Sword Art are going to be going on sale. Mm -hmm. November 12th.
0: Mm, Coming up soon.
1: Yes. So I am currently trying to get a list of all of my friends that want to go because at this point it has become a game to see how many people I can actually get to go with me to go see anime films now.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: So it's, we didn't have that big of a turnout for My Hero. I was kind of sad. There was only five of us Mm -hmm. that went so hopefully we can get more for sword art i'm hoping so because i am very very excited for this film to come out december 3rd yeah so if you want to get your tickets november 12th you 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 know when to get them just go look on twitter or google it i don't know how however you find your information these days More shit coming out and being announced. First of all, there is a new trailer for kaguya Osama Season 3. It has been announced to be releasing in April yeah. of 2022. If you haven't seen the trailer, my God, go see it. Because that, I was dying. <laughs> I, like, I, I couldn't stop laughing. I was crying. It was great. Like I've never seen something just break the fourth wall in such a manner and just be as <laughs> funny as that one. <laughs> Also, apparently, if you watch anime, you're just an otaku now. That's just kind of that's what the show kind of beat into me from that trailer. Do you get the same yeah. kind of vibe? Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, I think that's fair. You know, I I I feel like most people who indulge in anime, especially during COVID times, have become otakus.
1: Yeah, yeah. I can I can kind of get that. COVID yeah. has kind of changed the entire anime landscape.
0: Yeah. Well, we physically cannot go outside, so yes, we are otakus.
1: You're right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, but anime bonsai. <laughs> oh, what else do we got? And uh, Tony Kawa mm-hmm. is officially getting a second season as well. It has officially been confirmed, and I'm trying to look at the cover now to see if it kind of gives any indication of when it might be releasing because it was actually announced on the cover of the weekly Shonen Sunday mm-hmm. magazine. But it seems like that's all that was announced. There's nothing official on it other than just 2022. But I'm excited.
0: Excited.
1: It was good. It was adorable. It was cute. I had a great time. Mm. Also, so apparently there's going to be an anime that has gotten its first uh, trailer and list of casts revealed. And it is apparently an RPG real estate anime. (laughs) No. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. I am very confused yeah, you, about how I feel about this. You said those words and my I'm brain so just went.
0: You said those words and my brain just went on slow motion. What the?
1: Yeah, RPG real estate anime.
0: Okay, I mean, why not? What?
1: I am 100% here for it.
0: Okay. Are we moving on?
1: Yes, I am totally ready to move on. So, our topic for this week, I don't think we've actually named it. I think we just ranted and raved about it for like the first five minutes of the episode to your eternity. yeah, it was created by the same individual whose name I'll have pulled up here in a minute because I'm totally not ready. Yoshitoki Oima,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and she is the same creator that made a silent voice, but this one completely different story. A completely different style of story as well. Yes. But so the manga that was created by Yoshitoki Oima was released in November of 2016 and is currently running to present for a total of 16 volumes. Mm -hmm. And the television series directed by Masahiko Murata. Mm Mm-hmm. Had its original run from April 12th of 2021 until August 30th of 2021 for a total of 20 episodes. It was made by studio Brain Base. Yeah. And Brain Base has done some things like The Robber Bra, My Little Monster, my teen romantic comedy snafu, and most recently, outside of To Your Eternity, there is Inspector. And then the second season of To Your Eternity has already been confirmed with the director returning for October of 2022. Yeah. Because this left on a fucking cliffhanger.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm I'm curious about who voiced the narration. I'm trying to find it because, uh, well, you're not, he doesn't end up being, okay, there we go. I found him. Because that voice, I know I know it from somewhere. Oh, last week. Well, not last week, week before. Gotta meet you Oh, I, see I, was like, it. I was like, I know him from somewhere, and that—that's why it was because, uh, yeah, he was a mom.
1: Yeah, they also do a lot of different, uh, like they've been in a lot of different stuff, so it makes sense.
0: Yeah, I it's it was so like forward in my mind that I knew it had to be something that was either really prominent, something I really liked, or something that we'd done recently, um, mm-hmm. and it was it was recent. That's why.
1: Yep that that one hundred percent makes sense.
0: Yes. Okay, so my information. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my goodness!
0: Yeah, Arrow planet is a. It has scored a four point three eight out of five, or a uh, quick math six seven. Uh, it's a eight point six seven. Yeah, eight point six seven. Uh huh. No, wrong way around. Eight point seven six out of. Uh, um 10. Uh huh. I did the hard part and then just couldn't think of the number. Um, Or uh, on my anime list is an 8.45 out of 10. So high scores.
1: Yeah, it's sitting, I think, on average at about what, an 8.5?
0: Yeah, I think that's a very fair average. Um, Which
1: is directly contrary to its drop rate
0: yes the drop rate is higher than i was expecting but also i feel like it fits because of the content of the show and because of a couple characters specifically that i think are going to be incredibly polarizing whilst watching mm-hmm. um and for me were there were a couple characters that were a detraction on um, on the show um i understand why they were the way they were uh, I just they rubbed me the wrong way a bit we'll get into that.
1: Mm-hmm. And there's one that's very very problematic there towards the end.
0: Yes. Yeah. So but the drop rate is an 11.25. So not super high but also much higher than I'm used to seeing especially for recent shows. I feel mm-hmm. like this is probably on parallel with the second season of Promised Neverland which doesn't fit considering the amount of yeah for the the, the difference between this one and, and The Promise Neverland.
1: Mm. I'm trying to Oh think. yeah. What's the what was the rating on the second season of Promise Neverland?
0: Uh I'm trying to find it. Because God, I
1: hope it's like a three or a four.
0: The Promise Neverland second season. Uh oh, okay. The second season on Anime Planet has a three point four one out of five. That's still a seven point is it? No, it's uh, a that's six a point a 6.8, eight. Six point eight, I can count. Still 6.8. That's higher than I thought it was going to be.
1: It's higher than it should be.
0: Mm -hmm. I'm going to try on my anime list as well, because 5.45 out of 10.
1: Okay, that sounds better. Yeah. Sounds much better. I mean, still too high, but I mean, hey.
0: I feel like- At
1: least it looked good.
0: I feel like it's fine for the people that haven't read the manga. Um, Yeah. Yeah. If you're taking those into consideration, because I feel like the show did a A decent job of being very entertaining for people that have no context.
1: I mean, but even if you don't know the stuff about the manga, how could you feel fulfilled watching that?
0: I agree that the ending falls short, but I don't think, if you don't know the context, I don't feel like the ending falls short enough to rate it, like, a five. I feel like you would rate it, like, a seven, you know? Which pulls it up enough for the people that rated it a two to make it average out in the fives. Uh...
1: You get me? I get it, but at the same time, I don't. Because it brain does not compute the level of bullshit that we had to endure.
0: Yeah, I'm still trying- Oh, there it is. Promise uh, Neverland second season had a 9.05 drop rate. This is a higher drop rate.
1: Again, makes no sense.
0: Although that was my old system, I think. So let me just whip out my calculator and see if I update the numbers, what it becomes.
1: Due to Blue's brain exploding, we are currently dealing with technical difficulties. We will be back with you after a word from our sponsors. Oh, wait—we sponsor ourselves. Fifteen six six one two five
0: six six divided by fifteen six six one equals. Oh, that—that does make a difference. Okay. Um, so it's now a sixteen point three eight percent.
1: That sounds better. (laughs)
0: Yes. (laughs) Update the spreadsheet. Sixteen point three eight
1: much percent. much better. Okay, so see that that makes much more sense. I'm here for that.
0: Okay. I still uh, feel like this week is high though.
1: I mean, it is high, don't get me wrong. I wonder if it's just because people cried a lot that's why they dropped it.
0: I think if I wish I I wish it showed on what episode people dropped because I think that would be so fascinating um because to we me we could
1: go down a rabbit hole with that though like if we had a- <laughs> if we had access to that kind of knowledge right yeah we could really just sit and pick apart like where animes go wrong i mean i wish we had that knowledge no, don't get me wrong Yeah. although you know if i take a guess without getting spoilery about it i could almost bet it was probably around the island
0: yeah i that's that's my thinking as well It's i think it's after the first arc the first real arc is Mm -hmm. finished i think the second the beginning of the second arc is so um frustrating Mm -hmm. and you're so upset i think that may be a spoiler i'm okay i'm gonna put tentative spoiler hats on now because i may spoil things but uh, we already said that we cried like six times but yeah so like
1: (laughs) (laughs) and that's not just saying i cried no. Blue cries. Yeah,
0: and I'm not a crier, but this one had tears a leaking. Um, it's this is I will say, okay, no, this is definitely a spoiler, but it's again I'm gonna say it's a tentative spoiler because I'm not telling you any details, so bear that in mind while you listen to the next few words that I'm gonna say. This was the saddest first episode I have experienced in a long time. Right? Yeah.
1: Oh my god, I'd never thought in a million years i would cry at the end of a first episode yeah i did not realize i could get so attached to a character and then just get my heart ripped out from under me
0: yeah in like 20 minutes i this episode the i it got to the point where i was like i'm gonna have to take a break after one episode because it's so emotional it's so emotional and, it, and then
1: skip ahead three episodes and it happens a fucking again.
0: It's so exhausting. This show is exhausting to watch.
1: Oh, 100%. But, like,
0: yeah, but I agree that when you get to the beginning of the second core, it kind of gives you a break from that exhaustion because of the nature of the characters that are introduced.
1: Mm, it's like a weird dynamic of like trying to develop characters, but also trying to develop them really quickly, because it's like, there's a lot of stuff going on. Yeah. And I feel like it kind of falls flat.
0: Yeah, I agree. It does plateau for a bit, and I would even say dips down, and there's a couple of characters that I think they try and make you feel for that I just never built up a good relationship with.
1: Definitely not. Now, there were some in that last little bit to where, like, I kind of got attached to. Yeah. But then... Like it's definitely a massive dip. I think until the last episode.
0: I agree. Yeah, I I hundred percent agree. It's like you get to the the fifth cry, and then you just have a break for like six several or seven episodes. episodes. Yeah, yeah.
1: And, there's several.
0: Yeah, and then the last episode, it pulls it back again. So anyway. Again,
1: I, that's the thing. Like, I feel like the last episode was just a return to the normality. Episode, yeah. Yeah.
0: It, and it was... Yeah, anyway. So I don't want to go into too many details right now because I am going to give you a general overview of the show. Before then, we officially put on spoiler chicken hats. But I'm sure if you didn't want any spoilers, you probably already did. Um, but yeah. <laughs> to Your Eternity is about a being, a, a, a orb... That was sent to the Earth, that has to learn and gain as it goes, because it has it is nothing. It starts off as a rock, and and is continues on that way, and slowly over time, it develop, It gains vessels that it is able then to use to um, learn and and grow and and become a being that is uh, designed to absorb knowledge. Basically, it's like a, uh, uh, I can't remember how they described it, but it's it's trying to.
1: It is a being that was sent to the earth to be able to obtain as much information and preserve as much information as possible because of the big bad in the show is trying to erase all of creation off of the planet.
0: Yeah so um so yeah it's it's preserving everything and the the creature ends up becoming um a boy who we know um and and he then it's his journey throughout life being an immortal being um fushi while he's learning how to um function like learning how to to, not just like growing but like learning how to walk and feed himself and and like absolute basics going from zero knowledge of anything um to becoming someone who can fight the the big bad of the of the show um it is rated a 17 plus or an r that is very fitting it is a very intense show, not for children. reason why I say this more than anything, I mean, there's blood, guts, and gore and stuff, but because of the emotional content, it is so draining and exhausting and difficult to watch at times that I feel like it could be very painful for people to watch, so bear that in mind. Whilst you're in it, there are going to be several triggers throughout the show of certain different things again i can't really say the names of the triggers without spoiling certain scenes so just be aware that i am going to put a general trigger warning on this show um and if you feel like that is something that is applicable to you please go onto like wikipedia or something they have an episode list where you can go through episode by episode and see if there's anything in there specifically that is going to be triggering to you but um yeah it's a very 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 intense show and hard to watch
1: Agreed. 100%.
0: Yes. Uh, I will also say that the OP was done um, by uh, Hikaru Utada, if I can read my own handwriting. (laughs) I wrote it literally before we started recording, and uh, still can't read it. Um, And they did Pink Blood for the OP. And then Mediator was by Masashi Hamauzu for the ED.
1: OP was okay? Yeah. ED was also kind of okay?
0: I don't think they retracted from anything. I think they were just there.
1: Yeah, like, I guess it kind of fit, like, the easy nature of the show, Mm. I guess. But it didn't add anything to it, Mm -hmm. for sure. I I definitely felt like the OPs and EDs kind of detracted. But also, I like the animation and, like, the storytelling of the OP. Don't get me wrong. But, yeah, music kind of meh.
0: Yes, I do feel like that there are clips in the OP that do show spoilers
1: i feel like it kind of gives you something to look forward to in a way because although it kind of spoils not really
0: no it's not showing you details but you can definitely put two and two together especially if you're close to the episode because there were a couple Mm -hmm. of times when i was like um oh i know what's gonna happen next because i can see that tiny little bit and now i know what that looks like already so i know what that is whereas in the beginning you don't know what that is because you don't know what's yeah, You haven't seen it before. But once you've mm-hmm. seen the thing, then you know what the thing is.
1: But I'm definitely like, ooh, new characters coming up. Yes,
0: yeah. Um, So yeah, Spoiler Chicken hat's officially on.
1: So just, just to kind of kick things off with the Spoiler Chicken hat thing coming back on, I just did a little bit of reading mm-hmm. through the Wikipedia. Mm-hmm. I'm about to cry again. Oh no. The boy that F- Fushi becomes in the first episode? Yeah. He doesn't actually have a name. Oh. I I don't know why that hurts me to this degree, but to know that that character we never actually got a name out of that hurts me to like a whole new degree mm-hmm. of just my heart.
0: <laughs> the first episode I genuinely think is probably I think that hit me the hardest over anything, like even throughout the rest of the show. For some reason, the first episode is damagingly painful to watch. Um, and I think it's because it probably hits on the vast majority of our like intense human fears being a human being, you know? Mm-hmm. I feel like I don't think there's a single person in the entire world that wouldn't share the very fear that this expresses.
2: Mm-hmm. Of Oh, yeah
0: dying completely alone mm-hmm. surrounded by nothing with no way of escape it's it's horrifyingly yeah it, it's mm-hmm. it's so ah, it's intense
1: oh it is i again i've never cried in the first episode of anything and this like that broke me a few episodes later i get broken again i'm not sure which one broke me harder mm but i know like it broke me hard like i was sobbing yes so again like it takes a lot to like get me to the point to where like i'm sobbing at this point it's canon for me to basically cry like a little bitch about everything
0: mm-hmm. on-
1: <laughs> that we cover but i mean it <laughs> broke me
0: yeah it
1: so kudos to the show for that
0: yeah it's like I don't, I think this is why I found the second core then so frustrating because the knowledge mm-hmm. that this creator, that this team of people could make me feel so much with so little. And then 10 episodes later, I'm like, just like done. I'm like, eh, mm-hmm. don't care. When I, and then they're supposed to, they're trying to pull my eye on my heartstrings and it's just not working because I haven't built up the same relationship with the character, even though I've had five episodes of them. And I had mm-hmm. 10 minutes with this first character and I was already so emotionally invested. And I was sitting there and I was watching it and I was getting frustrated because I was like, you know how to do this. Well, you've proven to me in one episode that you know how to do this. Well, yet I feel nothing for these characters.
1: Uh- I feel like it's kind of a double-edged sword to do, kind of like what they did in the early stages. Yeah. Because by the time you encounter the second incident of what happens, you definitely get the feeling of, don't get fucking attached to anyone.
0: Yeah. And that's not hard to do with the personality of the character. mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, But
1: then it's just kind of as the main character grows and then like slowly starts to meet more people and you kind of learn more about the power. That's whenever you finally understand of, yeah, like it, it kind of makes you want to wall off, especially what happens with the third individual. Mm -hmm. Like it was at that point, like I was fucking done. Just the way that episode ended. I would almost kind of mentally checked out Yeah, because I've watched the last 15 episodes in one day. Mm hmm. Because I have no self control or <laughs> self respect for myself. But also I had to hurry up and get this shit watched because if we were to record this last week, whenever we were supposed to, I'd been fucked. Yeah. So yeah, glad we held off a week. Glad I got to do my hero because I was fantastic, but still
0: <laughs> Yeah, it's uh it's it it's I like yeah, okay. Well, let's go into it. Let's talk about it um kind of subject by subject um Mm -hmm. i i took notes during this this show watching but my notes are ridiculous so i'll just chime in with them every now and again maybe i'll send i'll send you a picture of. let me do that because okay i'm
1: i'm very intrigued
0: (laughs) because i feel like
1: almost a good way to talk about this is kind of like character by character in a way
0: yeah i feel like that's fair
1: But just like the embodiment characters, because you can kind of tell a story along the way of all the other people that get added in.
0: Yeah. There you go. Because I
1: feel like it just kind of centers. uh, What the hell? My nerds. (laughs) Dickwad brother. All right. I like it. Yeah. (laughs) Oh. Okay. Yep. Okay. Frustrated. (laughs) I added an organ to you.
0: Honestly, like, <laughs> it was so casually said, and I'm just like, how did we close Oh, later. my
1: God. If I fucking leave this in, everybody's going to be so fucking confused. <laughs> oh, my God. This is amazing. <laughs> oh, my God.
0: So these are my notes. Um, they're basically, for those of you guys listening at home, uh, they're basically, like, a sentence long, and I probably took one or maybe two little notes down per episode. The first episode is literally just saddest first episode ever. That's it. That's my notes. <laughs> so, um, you know, I, I'll chime in with them every now and again as we go. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, it's good that like Wikipedia's got our back with an episode list.
0: Yeah, because I uh, was not actually paying attention to the plot line at all. I was just emotional. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So okay, first episode, Nameless Boy in like I don't know, the Yukon, none of it, somewhere in the mountains, in the ice land field. Nothing there. And everyone around him is dead. He's buried all of his elders, and he uh, has been told that um if he goes due south, he will run into some mountains and over those mountains is life is people and they have things called fruits and vegetables that he's never heard of um and he was supposed to go with the group of like the parents and the other kids and stuff that went um five years beforehand but he hadn't because his dog had bitten him and uh he had to stay behind and then he ended up burying all of the elders that were there and five years pass and they've never returned and so he's just been feeding himself with like whaling and fishing and stuff and then he then gets the dog, which is um Joanne, who becomes it is the rock. It's the the because Joanne dies on a rock, the rock is him, he becomes Joanne, Joanne then goes back to to the boy, but has no knowledge of how to Joanne. <laughs> so but yeah, so then the boy packs up all of his belongings and sets out due south until he finds the ruins of the people that set out five years beforehand, and he gets injured along the way, and then he goes back home uh because he can't go any further and he's sad and he's done, and then uh he dies of a fever in bed, and it's oh!
1: I'm not sad, you're sad,
0: <laughs> and he's like what twelve
1: I wouldn't say he's twelve i I feel like he's like misaged aged in this i would like to say he's probably 15 or 16 maybe
0: okay
1: because fushi also doesn't age yes so i would definitely say he's probably early high school okay. if i had to guess so let's
0: put him at like 13 14 just so we're kind of in the middle
1: yeah. early
0: teenage years. my word
1: just uh, it sucks man like it oh it's so much emotional pain like It does not do it justice for us to sit here and try to explain what happens and just explain how attached you get to just this white-haired boy that is the most precious thing on the earth, and you want to protect him. Mm. And then he dies in a way that absolutely no one... It's a genuine fear Mm. that I think almost everyone has at some point in their life of just fearing to be alone whenever you die.
0: I feel like it's, it is the, yeah, I feel like it's like, that's, that's a, a survival brain thing. I don't even necessarily feel like that is a personal fear for people. I feel like it's built into our bones as social creatures. I don't feel like our DNA can stop us from having this fear, you know? Mm-hmm. It's, it's like a, it's so powerfully human to feel that. Mm-hmm.
1: a 100%.
0: Yeah. Anyway, it's, yeah, it's ridiculously painful to watch that episode. It, Almo- it almost gets to the point where I recommend skipping the first episode because of how damaging it is.
1: No, no. Watch it. You, Be sad with us. and <laughs> Relish in our pain and also join us.
0: Yeah. I, we welcome the... It's, It's so good. The way that they do it is so good. It's a a technical masterpiece of manipulating people. 100%. Yeah, it just is one of those things where it's like, if you are not in a good mindset, do not watch this. Do not.
1: No, no, you will will be big sad. Also, one thing I want to bring up, the fucking title cards in between and how it slowly updates over time. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, I just took these screen grabs kind of as I was going, just to kind of prove a point and see if you had the same kind of emotional, like, connection to it mm-hmm. that I did. It's just And you can also tell whenever I started taking these. Holy shit, Apple, why are your screenshots so fucking big? <laughs> like, that is ridiculous. 32 megs just for these three screenshots? What the hell?
0: Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, I had noticed.
1: Just that. Oh, it hurts. It hurts so much.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, I had noticed.
1: Oh, oh, I'm I'm getting sad again.
0: (laughs) Yes. Okay, so let's move on. So then, we now have, um, our rock has turned into a wolf, which has now turned into um, a boy. So he can now take the form of the boy. And he walks across south, because he knows that's the way he's supposed to go. Um... And he's constantly dying because he can't—he hasn't learned yet to take care of the human body. But once he dies, he just then regenerates and comes back again. Um, and uh, and this happens over and over and over again until he finally bumps into um our next group of characters. Do you want to start it off with this group?
1: So, our next group takes place in a little village and this little kind of mini arc is centered around a little girl named march who is like three or four years old she loves dolls however she has been selected to be sacrificed at an altar to appease the god named oniguma which is just a giant white bear Mm. And so March is selected and you get to see kind of her journey kind of going through the process of what it's like to be selected, kind of everybody telling her her goodbyes. You also get introduced to her friend, although she calls her a sister of Perona,
2: Mm.
1: who is basic. I, I could believe they were sisters. Like, she looks like she's just a fucking 18 year old version of her. Yeah. But anyway, so as they kind of go through the thing, March is being transported up the village. However, Perona creates a distraction. So March is able to run away. She stumbles down into a ravine type thing, which is where she encounters our boy, who is currently regenerating because he fell off said ravine running from said bear. Mm hmm. And he is basically a husk, slowly regenerating, and he scares off the people that are chasing away from March.
0: And this is where we get one of my uh, comments from my notes, where I just said, coolest half-eaten to human transition ever. This was the the point of the show where you get to see some seriously cool shit. It's like, so sad, so depressing. Oh my god, he's putting himself back together again, and he just sucked in his own eyeball. Like, it's...
1: Like, it's really cool to see. Like, it's very well done. Yes, like, super well done. Kudos to the animators for doing that, because that looks sick.
0: It really did. It was very, very good, yeah. Enjoyed. Enjoyed that section. Also, only a kid could be that chill, is my next little comment. Uh, because he sucks himself back together again. March is scared at first, and then, like, three seconds later, just fine,
1: Yeah, she's like, you know what? You saved me. You're cool. We can be friends. friends. And then just starts following him and just pestering the shit out of him. Yeah. But our boy gives no shits. No. None whatsoever. He's just blindly walking.
0: I don't even think at this point he knows how to give a shit. Like, he is still...
1: no. And, you know, I think it was just because that's all that he ever saw the nameless boy do, was just walk. That's all he knew. So I guess he kind of figured he would figure out whatever he needed to do at that point.
0: Yeah, and he had only been fed up until that point as a dog. Like, he hadn't hadn't ever had to acquire food of his own, nor use a human system to do so. Mm -hmm. He just always relied on somebody else. Mm -hmm. The boy had even taught taught him how to eat, like, that he'd, like, put it in your mouth kind of thing, you know? Yeah,
1: like, just put your face in the bowl and consume.
0: Yeah. Also, people in this world do not take fall damage.
1: Nope. Nope, absolutely not. So. Our main character, who is immortal, takes more fall damage than the other people
0: in the show. Yeah, like, uh, at one point, uh, Parana falls off a cliff. And is fine, like a cliff, cliff, not like a, a you know, like six a, foot. not like
1: a, yeah, like ten foot drop, no cliff.
0: Yeah, like like totally fine, like White Cliffs of Dover into forestry below, except instead of ocean, like cliff, cliff, Richard.
2: <sighs>
0: <laughs> okay, um, yeah, so don't take full damage. Human to wolf transition, ten out of ten. Wolf painful squeaks, zero out of ten. Do not enjoy.
1: (laughs) Nope, nope, not at all.
0: And that's consistent throughout the whole anime. Whenever he Mm -hmm. hurts as a wolf, he squeaks, and oh my god, is that so triggering? Uh,
1: yes. Also, voice acting on this, especially as the show goes, fucking ten out of ten. So good. Oh, the whale he does in episode twenty. Whenever no, don't even. Don't
0: even. I don't want to hear about it. It's uh... like
1: that's that's what got me. Like just. And that me too the whale and the squeak
0: yeah that's, that squeak that's,
1: at the end is what just like sent me over the edge like oh my god the
0: squeaks are painful there are squeaks from the wolf there are squeaks from the children there are squeaks from him and they are always the most painful thing that i think you can ever listen to it's so horrible ah ah i'm
1: crying it's okay <laughs> It's not okay, but it's okay. This
0: show is hard to watch. I don't like it. Uh,
1: oh, but we gotta get through it. We can do it.
0: Okay. Anyway, so then March doesn't end up being sacrificed.
1: Yeah, the chick who's there to sacrifice her just completely changes her mind.
0: Yeah, just casually. And she's like, she's like oh, "I'm a." We don't need you anymore. She, <laughs> it's cool.
1: Yeah, she's like, "Oh, so you, little girl, you can control this immortal dog." person thing we can use you and also perona's like you can't take her and not take me so she's like fine all of you can come with me i'll make use of you somehow
0: yeah so they uh uh, the manipulation of this is very clear very early on you can see Mm -hmm. that bad girl is bad um because the way she words this is like you can't go back to the village um they won't accept you because she's supposed to have been sacrificed, so I'll tell them that she's dead, and then you have to come with me to the village. And it's like, oh no. <laughs> no.
1: Because, again, I, I like Perona's way of, like, as long as we present them with the pelt of the bear, they'll accept it, and she'll be able to come back. But they're like, no, no, they're gonna think that you displeased the gods, so you gotta, you you gotta come with me.
0: Yeah. It's like they could have just said, hey, everybody, come see this giant dead bear with spikes.
1: (laughs) Yeah, those old arrows just plunged all into its body. Yeah.
0: Anyway, so then, they go to the city, have a good old grand time, then they go sit down for a meal, and just kidding, she's bad, all shock, horror, didn't know that, Um, she (laughs) puts sleeping agent in their food, and now they've been imprisoned.
1: One thing I will say though, the continuity of that like poisoning the food.
0: Very smart.
1: Yeah. Like the way they keep bringing that back. Like 10 out of 10 on a continuity perspective.
0: Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. Very smart. Uh, the letter as well. They did. They brought that back up too.
1: Mm hmm. Yep.
0: I'm just. Dra- Can you tell I'm drained? This show drained me.
1: Uh, I, I feel that. I feel that this is definitely one of the hardest times I think we've had talking about something.
0: Yeah. I'm like trying to be like entertaining but i just want to have a nap
1: (laughs) yeah and i'm trying not to go back into tears
0: it's like uh, i'm
1: still immersed emotionally hurt me too like i finished up episode 20 on the way home like just so i could like get ready for the episode
0: yeah
1: oh my god
0: yeah (laughs) i'm not okay yeah no i i can still hear it you know I think that's uh-huh. the hard th- It hasn't dulled enough yet to where I'm like, oh, that was sad. It's still, like, present in the like, forefront. It's still of here. My- yeah. Like,
1: I still have tears just sitting behind my eyes. And I can't wipe my eyes because my eyes hurt and are rubbed raw from all the crying I've done.
0: It's, uh... I don't want to watch anything ever again.
1: <laughs> you want to just have, like, a binge of Tata Cocoon after this? Can we do that? Yeah,
0: I need to. I need to. This show is... So challenging.
1: Like, the show provided me with a lot of good laughs, too. Like, there's some stuff to kind of counterbalance it and just, like, make you fall in love with new characters, and then it fucking takes it away from you.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's the thing. It really is... The show is blatantly forcing you to sit down and study the terror of immortality. Mm hmm Like...
1: Because everybody... You know, everybody sits down and think. oh, it would be cool to be immortal. Mm. But whenever you sit down and think about it, just for one, how absolutely lonely and sad that would be. Mm. But two, having to deal with everyone around you, everyone you've ever cared about and loved, dying repeatedly over and over and over again.
0: And feeling, uh, and the fact that this, that, that wasn't enough for this show. Because they had to add in the added effect that Fushi feels the pain of anything around him. Mm-hmm. So his friend dies. He feels that, not just physically, and not just emotionally, but physically as well, whilst it's happening. Mm-hmm. He, every, ah, uh, that's...
1: Not only that, but uh, you have Fushi, who is an emotionless husk that doesn't understand anything, pulling a full Violet Evergarden, learning emotions in front of her own... Fucking eyes. Yeah.
0: Ugh. Why do people watch this for fun?
1: I don't know. I watched it for fun and ended up hating my life.
0: <laughs> this isn't fun. This isn't a fun. It's time. not fun.
1: I mean, it is, but it isn't. Like it. It's, it's a, a phenomenal watch.
0: It's a technical masterpiece. For a vast majority of this, like I said, there are some characters that I'm going to get into a little bit later. But the vast majority of this, especially the first claw and second core. Mm-hmm. like the first. First episode, first group, and second group are so incredibly well done.
1: It's literally first core and second core. It's like, you had it right the first yeah. time. First core, fucking fantastic. Second core is a roller coaster. Yeah. Literally, of ups and downs. Yeah. First core, I would legitimately give a 10 out of 10. Second core is where we're going to have some discussions.
0: Yeah, 100%. And, uh... Okay, anyway, moving so,
1: on. So, anyway, they get imprisoned by military bitch, because she's like, all right, I'll make use of y'all. I'm going to basically turn Fushi into a some sort of act to make money. And the rest of you are just going to be prisoners. And also, while you're at it, March, you can clean up the bear. Because at this point, Giant Bear was still alive.
0: Yes, yes. Yeah. So they spent six months in the away from the village so from the time that they were march was pulled away to be sacrificed to the time when the message returns at the end of that period it's six months and um so the vast majority of that is spent in the prison system that's one thing i think the show does really really well is that it definitely gives enough actual time for things to happen we don't necessarily hear about the time. It's not stated until like, oh, it's been four years, or oh, it's been six months. But it makes so much more sense to be able to like categorize it in your brain than like, oh yeah, they were there and back again in a day. Like a lot of other shows do. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so they're in the city, and Fushi is pretty much spending the vast majority of his time in wolf form. That's kind of how he is most comfortable at this time. He does go into his boy form, but yeah, it, you kind of see him more as a wolf for a lot of this, um, and uh, and yeah, March is cleaning up the bear, she's taking care of the bear, and then yeah, they try and escape, so uh, they do the things to try and escape. <laughs> they get out, and uh, as they're outside, they also meet an old lady here. Well, they met an old lady before, she was the one who, like, picked March out as the one to be sacrificed, mm. um, and uh, and they take her with them throughout this part of the show and they're escaping in a carriage, evil chick and her buddies are riding on horses behind them, March has existential crisis, (laughs) decides that she wants to do something useful to save them so she jumps in front of an arrow that is um, going to hit uh, uh, Parana and gets shot in the the back through to her stomach um, and subsequently dies
1: I'm hurt again.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, because it wasn't enough for us to witness a young teen boy die, we have now witnessed a very young child die.
1: And then a child who you get to see her spirit afterwards. Yeah. And it's kind of alluded to throughout the show that Fushi can kind of communicate with the spirits that he possesses in a way yes
0: and that they haven't fully moved on in a way because there is a brief second where you get to see another one of the spirit and march see each other
1: Mm -hmm. and so not only do you get to witness a child die but then you get to watch a child plead with her sister or perona not to kill herself and this is the first point where you kind of get a glimpse that fushi can kind of understand spirits because fushi stops her literally a second before the suicide and is like no not not worth it yeah also can can we just take a minute to talk about how all of this could have been solved like we could have had an entire second core of freedom and happiness if they would have just killed the bitch here and there
0: that's all. Oh, that's one of the biggest most frustrating things about this entire show i have it written in my notes um let me see it's on the next page because it was during the second call that i said this but um i've got yeah she's always given the chance to to what did i put here she's always given the chance t- to take just to behead her i think that's what i wrote um, <laughs> oh yeah and then a little bit later i've got drown the bitch like <laughs>
1: I mean, it's literally a rising of the shield hero moment of, all right, let's cut off her head. Nah, we're going to get, we're we're going to have second thoughts about it. We're going to be good people. No. Don't
2: be good people. Kill her.
1: Like, human beings are not sophisticated individuals. If they feel wronged, they will try to get revenge. This bitch obviously feels wrong. She's not going to have a character redemption arc. She a bitch.
0: This is where I, I get faced with my own survival instincts, because I don't think I would physically be able to restrain myself if I was put into a situation where I just witnessed, witnessed someone shoot and kill an, a young child and be gleeful about it. I don't think that there would be a bone in my body that would would regret ripping the head off their body their shoulders. Like, in politics, I don't agree with the death penalty, I think it's not like i don't i don't like that idea of revenge if faced in that situation i don't think i could stop myself though
1: yeah i I agree like especially with that individual being basically your sibling and the amount of shit that you've went through basically in the past six months to try to save them then you have the one person who caused all of this shit like all of the shit that you've been through then kill your little sister with a smile on their face and taunt you with it. Yeah. Fuck that bitch.
0: Yeah. And oh it's and then just it keeps going with her. And Fushi's just like mm, it's chill. And I'm like, no.
1: I mean, it very quickly became not chill. Yeah. But then he he got over it again. And then he's like, no no, it it's chill again. Yeah. Just
0: fuck. Just murder her. Like, oh my God.
1: <laughs> oh. Anime brain. Gotta I, love it.
0: Yeah, definitely uh, not well, I don't know. Okay. Yeah, it's a thing. Anyway. But
1: yeah. March is dead. Fushi has obtained another vessel that he can transform into. We are now big sad.
0: Yes. So then Parano goes back to the village and Fushi continues onwards. Fushi then runs into this town where a boy is living with alcohol maker guy because Fushi goes with the old woman. The old woman takes him to her, I don't know if they're partners or if it's just a friend or something, I don't know, just like a She companion. alludes to
1: being a partner.
0: Yeah, who is an eccentric old man who likes to experiment with things, but also makes booze for money. Um, and so they go back there, and when they get there, they realize that there is this boy that has been living with him, that uh, his story Oh, the frustration. So it's just him and his older brother. Um, his older brother, I guess, becomes a gambling addict. I think that's what the, it alludes to.
1: Uh, that or he just falls in with the wrong crowd. Yeah. <clears throat> and um, uses his money to try to impress his friends.
0: hmm
1: And it comes back to bite him in the ass.
0: Yeah, and he abandons his young brother to do so, stealing the money that both of them saved uh, together. And as far as I'm aware, because they were hinting to them playing a game. So I think, in uh, my interpretation, was that um, it was a gambling thing uh, that went bad. But, yeah. Um, So then the boy is left. And he continues to work selling uh, groceries in town. Also, grocery dude. Love him. He's great. The, The master of the of the mm-hmm. vegetable guy, the yep. field. We like him. He's nice. His kids can go... Kick rocks. T- yeah. Uh, <laughs> but he himself, he's a nice guy. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so he's plowing all the fields, and then he has this crush on this girl in town who is, like, from the rich house, the you know, from the the manor that she's high up girl, and he's literally sitting there sleeping in a tent. And then one day he's walking along the road, and he sees... Um, uh, a log come free from a train truck thing, you know, the transporting vehicle for the logs, and it falls down the hill. And he runs to try and get her because she's picking flowers at the bottom of the hill. Pushes her out of the way, um, and he falls off the cliff with the rock with the log, and gets his face smashed in.
1: And hence comes in your notes. I've added an organ to you.
0: <laughs> yeah okay so the notes the notes go um uh dick brother they just ignored him he saved her Rena's so fl- frustratingly ob- uh,ly oblivious uh just laughing at gugu from a distance fushi is adorable i added an organ to you is literally anyone nice in this, <laughs> this anime
1: oh my god
0: the, the sequence of notes
1: uh-huh. Um and then in the meantime, whilst this is happening, Fushi and old lady's name who I can't remember because I'm still very very sad. Pira. Uh they are attacked by what will later become known as knockers, right?
0: Which is hilarious to me, but yes.
1: Yeah, yeah. And it is a woodland creature that whenever it effectively kills Fushi in whatever form he is in, he loses all memory and ability to take that form mm. unless the knocker is killed. Yes, And so Fushi gets literally all the way down to one final form and then he's like, all right, chomp. mm and defeats him, he gets all his memories back, and it's at this point whenever he finally like truly starts to like fully understand emotions a little bit better.
0: Yeah. I think it's also
1: because... first words. Yeah. Other than just repeating ga Gato <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, yeah.
0: Um, yeah, so it's it's uh Old Lady is teaching him all this stuff. They're developing, he's also now because he's lost his emotions, kind of realized that he had them. <laughs> Mm-hmm. um and then uh and yes yeah, so then they meet they go to the thing they meet um gugu and their life kind of just progresses for a while for a while with um reen who's the girl coming down and them just like hanging out Fush, uh, fushi has a fear of the forest that is known gugu knows about his immortality reen does not and for like four years fushi doesn't transform so he ages with the boy's body. And uh, by the time the four years have passed, he's just growing hairs on his chinny-chin-chin. Chin. And uh And, and, and then... Gugu got buff. Gugu got buff, yes. And then this is when we find out that, yeah, uh, Old Man added an organ to him, which was an alcohol distilling organ into his system. Um, because he wanted to, basically, because he wanted to
1: yeah it's like his lifelong dream to make an alcohol that is so highly distilled that it's basically just pure alcohol, like pure two hundred proof alcohol
0: yes, oh th- this is actually before they aged up. I just looked at my notes and that's yeah' yep, that Google got they... beefy written later um but yeah uh so yeah, so he he runs away because of this, and when he runs away, oh my God, this is like the um uh. Reem goes and she's like, "Oh yeah, I have this huge scar on my arm from an accident, and it's I'm really, I'm so so self conscious about it and everything. And I bet it's so much worse than the scar that you're covering up with a literal helmet that's covering your entire head. Um, and like maybe if you look at my scar, then you won't feel so self conscious about yours. It's like I have a bigger scar from a thorn scratch. Like,
1: <laughs> yeah, I have a bigger scar running along my thumb." than what she had on her arm. Also, how the hell did she end up with that scar? Like, she wasn't anywhere near the rocks whenever she got pushed
0: it must have just a blade of grass got her or something i don't know
1: oh okay so the one instance any character other than fushi can actually take fucking fall damage she hit dirt and it just left a very like razor blade sharp line across her arm that is a scar oh i've been enlightened
0: yeah yeah honestly yeah (laughs)
1: <laughs> or it's like that's the one part of her sleeve that was open to where that one part is just tanned. It's not actually a scar at all.
0: <laughs> honestly. <laughs> honestly. Uh, but anyway, I have another cry meter here. I don't know what that cry meter is. F- oh, no. That's from when he gave the ring to his brother, and his brother's like deadbeat in the street, I think.
1: Oh, that's why then. you had one more cry than me. Because I, that one didn't get me, because I just thought that was kind of stereotypical anime moment.
0: I think for me it's because I had watched all of these episodes in sequence. (laughs) So, I was still on sad from the first episode at this point.
1: Oh, you see, I took a break after March. I I needed a break after March. My god, that shattered my soul.
0: uh, Yeah, I think I watched ten episodes in ten episodes. I think that's how I did it. Oh,
1: okay. Well, that Um, makes sense.
0: Yeah. (sighs) Ugh. ugh yeah anyway um oh no it it was either that or it was i can't remember why i cried but i cried at some point throughout this of just like him being emotional and sad
1: and then we're about to get to cry count the next cry count
0: yes okay so then gugu gets beefy and then
1: 16th birthday yes and she is
0: betrothed to be married to somebody she hasn't met because we love arranged marriages oh yes And uh, uh, she's 16, baby. It's a baby, betrothed to be married. And um, she basically says to Gugu, hey, my guy, ask me to marry you because otherwise I'm fucked. Yep. Um, (laughs) The
1: accuracy of that statement.
0: Right. And at this point, she's never seen his face. Like, he has only ever worn a helmet around her. Uh, But she's chill. She's like, I like you. We're cool. And I think she's kind of, suspecting things at this point but she doesn't really know but then as time goes on um the the birthday party happens and at that party they he gives her a purple flower that just so happens to be the purple flower that she was picking that day um and uh everyone kind of like beats him up for it they're like oh my god why would you give her the thing of the day that she was traumatized and he's like uh. Well, first of all, like, she was traumatized. How long have you seen me? And so, <laughs> second of all, like, my guy, her favorite color is purple and you keep giving her green. And uh, and then so they end up talking on a balcony and he and he's like, and she's like, I want to know how you got injured, like what you finally tell me. And he's like, oh, well, you know, one day I was saved a bitch who was being stupid and
1: yeah he's like i got my head smooshed by a log that was rolling down a hill because there was a person down there that didn't hear me as i was shouting at them by the way how how the fuck do you not hear somebody shouting at you while you're picking flowers like how do you get into your own head so much so you don't hear somebody literally shouting hey move
0: i'm gonna say anime logic there was a waterfall
1: it's a lake
0: it was that was like a trickle of stream, wasn't that? Because he fell no, off a cliff. No, it
1: was. Yeah, it was like a cliff down to like a little beach area, but there's no waterfall. There was no waves. Like it was just pristine at sunset.
0: It was like, windy. Everything was calm. They said okay? it was windy.
1: Ah, uh, yes let let the wind be the reason that you don't hear my shouting whenever I'm literally twenty or thirty feet away from you. Oh uh, yes, that could, is the reason. I don't know. Anime logic.
0: Yeah, either way, she didn't hear. She didn't hear a fucking giant 600 pound thing tumbling towards her. Um, but yes, she didn't hear. He then nearly died, but didn't because he got alcohol in his stomach. And it's um, not how that works at all, but we'll go with it. Um, and then, yeah, they're all uh, the big knockers. <laughs> I, can't, <laughs> I can't say that. <laughs> That's what they are! <laughs> why did it have to translate like that?
1: Yeah, <laughs> why, why? Why did you have to say they? Why did you have to make a plural? <laughs>
2: it just, oh,
1: it'd make it even worse if you called it what it was, which was a giant stone knocker.
0: It's just... <laughs> that it, that's the one thing about this show that really just does not translate well. Um, but
2: yes,
0: oh, okay, brilliant. So, giant tree monster now coated. Well, I'm gonna call it giant squish monster because it kind of looks a bit like a naked mole right underneath all of that. I think yeah. I called it a noodle at some point. Yeah, <laughs> I said lol, she gets noodled. Um, <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, well, uh, Goo also gets noodled whenever he's dangling.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. So, the giant thing breaks the manor apart. Whilst they're in the manor, everyone else escapes except for Gugu, who runs back in to help Fushi, and then Reen who runs back in to help Gugu. Um. And uh, every the manor completely escapes, it, like crush, crumbles down, and uh, Fushi is fighting the the monster. I'm just gonna refer to it as that from now on. And um. <laughs> and Gugu is, like, holding up the away. (laughs) This is sad! Gugu dies!
1: Oh, we gotta laugh, otherwise we'll cry.
0: Honestly. (laughs) Um, So Gugu's holding up the giant pieces of rock from the building, and she kisses him, and they profess their love to each other, and then he dies. And it's very sad.
1: And Fushi feels this.
0: Yes, he can feel. He feels every
1: bit of it, and he feels himself the second he's able to transform into Gugu. Like, he feels it, and he is just heartbroken. He's like, no, no, there's no way he can actually be dead. Transforms into him, and then starts going ham with the fire breathing. Yeah. Monster knocker.
0: Go away. (laughs) Go away! Okay. And then, uh,
1: That's going in the description somewhere. Like, get ready, because this week we're talking about monster knockers. <laughs> oh
0: oh my God. Then, um, Fuji, like, decides that he's gonna move on. He's like, I can't be around these people because they die because of this creature that's following me. Um... So he tries to trick Reen into thinking that Gugu is still alive because at this point she still does not know that Fushi is an immortal creature. But she figures it out, and um, that's sad.
1: That's whenever I cried. <clears throat> yeah, because at that point, like, I was choked up, like the fact that Gugu had died. But then, whenever she's laying on the cliffside, where. Gugu got crushed, like laying amongst the flowers. Like the flowers are perfectly aligned around her. Mm. And she tells her dad, she's like, "I can't marry him. Like I'm in love with someone else." And he's like, "Oh, who is it? I want to meet him." And like she, you can't because he's gone. And I, oh my god, oh, and the my... ring, the uh-huh. ring,
0: ah, uh, so horrible. That's horrible. Uh... Monster knockers. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh. Yeah. And then this is where the show decides to take a fucking dip.
0: Yes. Okay, so this is oh, okay, so the ugh. it's so bad. It I think it's just that it it's not bad, it's good, but in comparison to how phenomenal the first section has been, this feels unbelievably bad for the show. It feels like the Promised Neverland season two. It's not. not,
1: It's not nearly as bad, but it is kind of that level of step back.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, So basically what happens is they, uh, him and the old lady, because the old lady decides to tag along, go to, they're going to get on a boat because they're going to go to this island that is just animals so that um, they can, he can get stronger because that's what the man in black has been telling him to do. And uh, who is his creator. And so they go... Uh, to the, the dock ship area, and a girl goes, Oh, your boat's full. Let me take you onto this new boat. And so they're like, Oh, okay. So they go onto this boat, and it turns out it's taking them to this like prison island, and she had tricked them into getting there. Um, she lets him get branded. She lets him be marked as a, like, not just a prisoner, but like the worst of the worst prisoners. Luckily for him, though, it's Fushi, so he just heals. But, um, yeah, and, and the old lady is separated off and taken into uh, as a prisoner as well. <laughs> um, then she tries to be all buddy-buddy with him for, like, three episodes, and we're just still pissed.
1: Yep. Oh, we are big pissed over this.
0: Yeah. And it's like, I don't like you as a person at all, not even a little bit. I don't sympathize with you. We learn the first part of her story of, like, oh, my dad was a, a murderer and that's why I'm on the island, and you don't feel anything of her. You. You're like, well, you just No, suck. I don't give a
1: shit. Like, even now still don't give a shit about her really
0: yeah yeah, i can't
1: get over the first bit like you don't you don't have that much character growth in three episodes that's fucking bullshit or like three days that whole thing took place in like a span of three days
0: yeah that's the thing is like you just also how
1: does the first arc or first core take place over the span of like four and a half years yeah next arc technically takes place over like maybe a month Except for the last episode that spans over, like, 50 years.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, very quickly. just oh. uh, Very,
1: very quickly. End of the episode. Cut forward 50 years. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. show got, like, real, I guess, monotonous in a way with this. Because at this point, we kind of knew what to expect. We knew somebody out of this next group of people was going to die. We hoped it wasn't grandma. Thankfully, it wasn't grandma. But also, evil bitch comes back.
0: Yeah, I just, I don't know what they did with this section of the show, but it's so different.
1: I feel like they tried to do too much.
0: Yeah, I don't know if they just didn't, like, they didn't, I don't think they anticipated how angry a viewer would get at this character for tricking them onto the wrong boat. Mm -hmm. And how petty we are to hold on to that. Like, that's not something that we as a viewer, are able to detach from.
1: Well, it's also because at this point, we almost feel like Fushi's parents. Because mm-hmm. like, we've literally watched him grow from nothing into a entity that is able to form full sentences, like enunciate perfectly, like, can do all of these things, and you you hurt our baby boy.
0: Yeah, 100%. Like, you, you, we, we now have a feeling hurting creature. That we have associated with a dog as well. Like, he is a puppy. Mm-hmm. And you hurt the puppy.
1: You hurt the puppy. You hurt the boy. You hurt the little girl. Like, every person that Fushi is able to turn into is somebody that we have grown to love and care about. And you hurt them.
0: Yeah. Uh. And um, and so our walls are very high up, and we have zero tolerance policy at this point. And then this girl comes, she tricks him onto the wrong boat, and then she's she's actually annoying as well. I don't know what it is about her character, but she's genuinely annoying. I think it's because of it's because how... she's... You go ahead. I was just gonna say, I think it's like she follows him around, refuses to listen to him when he's like, hey, I need space. And then just like a, like, inserts herself into everything. So it's like, oh, I'm talking, and then all of a sudden she's stepping in front of him being like, um, I'm sorry, if you want to talk to him, you have to pay me a fee.
1: She's literally like that high school preppy group level of two-faced and petty, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, Does that, like, paint a picture? Basically, think of Sharpay in High School Musical. Just more annoying, and I want to drop kick this one.
0: Yeah, it's, uh... And the thing about it is, is that then when her backstory comes, and we're vaguely aware of these other characters that are in her group. We don't know them. We don't really know their names. We don't know what they're good at, really. I mean, we get, like, a brief introduction around a campfire where it's like, oh, she wants to be a model for uh, a painter when she grows up, you know? But, like, we don't know them. And mm-hmm. then we get her backstory more, and you're still kind of like, mm. It's not a big enough backstory to where I forgive you.
1: No, definitely not. Like, I care more about her other cohorts that die. That kind of got me, not gonna lie. Yeah. But I care. I gave more of a shit about her friends than I gave a shit about her.
0: Yeah, I would have been cool if she died. (laughs) Like, I wouldn't Uh, have cared. I
1: would have, too. But she doesn't. No, no, she lives. Also, evil bitch comes back, and she fucking lives.
0: And- Whilst in this tournament all of a sudden Fushi can turn into Parana and we we discover that she had died in the village. Then, Not only
1: had she died in the village come to find out evil bitch is the one who fucking did it.
0: Oh, and then and then when they're on the boat she's like, I love you Fushi and then um, and he's like I hate you. She's like uh, he's like, why did you kill them? Why did you kill March and Parana? And she goes they were in my way and it's like Parada hadn't seen him in like 4 years no <laughs> she had just been chilling on her own in the village and then he and then she's like oh let me just kill her real quick
1: yeah like maliciously hunted her down slaughtered i alluded to slaughtering everyone else around her cuz there was a dead dude at her feet whenever she was hanging there before yeah. she got her head chopped off yeah and then and then we're skipping over the other part of what Bitch Face tried to do to our boy.
0: Mm, face licker. like
1: a So yeah, no. And then But Fushi being the bigger man, the best boy out of all of this, it's like, no. He's like, you can go out on your own. If you survive, fine. If you die, fine. I don't give a shit.
0: Yeah. Um, also zombies.
1: Uh <laughs> Oh, zombie knockers!
0: <laughs> Go away!
1: <laughs> you started this. You implanted this in my brain. I would not have thought nothing of it, but you started it. No, I can't stop.
0: <laughs> well, I blame Gene Wilder for starting it from Young Frankenstein. Oh, there's a, there's a joke in that where I'm, um, can't remember the name of the girl, but the girl walks up to the door, um, and no, he walks up to the door and and he's looking at the door and he and they have the giant knockers to get into the door and he goes what knockers and she turns to him and goes thank you doctor and <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my god
0: and it's one of those jokes that has stayed in my family for many years
1: oh uh, that's brilliant
0: yeah uh...
1: that is absolutely brilliant
0: <laughs> okay yeah
1: and so fushi follows Old Lady around.
0: Mm.
1: And, because he's like, I'm a watch over, but I'm not going to do anything, and I'm going to make sure she's okay, and then I'm going to leave and go do my own thing. And literally goes back and forth for days.
0: Yes. Uh, but but then he ev- eventually he is faced with the fact that he is just lonely and wants her company. And so the two of them together then head off to the island that they were originally going to go to.
1: And during that time, she at the age of 90 gets dementia Mm -hmm. and it is my heart started to break there because it's very very like blatant what it is but it also like follows the path of what it is perfectly
0: yeah
1: so that started to break me because you know it's coming Mm -hmm. and then just there at the very end whenever she's like Whatever she tells him to, like, take care of himself, and she really cares about him. And then she's like, oh, you need to go get some water and put the potatoes up before it rains. And then tells Dude in Black, or the Beholder, as he's called on the Wikipedia, or basically God.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: She's like, I want you to go ahead and take me while he's gone and reincarnate me into something that's actually going to be useful for Fushi yeah and at this point fushi gets back sees that she's dead and this is the whale that will probably haunt me for a very very long time (sighs) ah just just that squeak (sighs) oh 10 out of 10 voice acting just brilliant
0: yeah um
1: Then cut forward 50 years, and we get to see what fucking 50-year-old Fushi looks like. Does it look like he's a day over 30 and hot?
0: Yeah, yeah. Also, um, I assume he hasn't transformed during that time period, though? Because There's
1: no way, because he naturally aged. Like, from where he was then to whenever he was with Gugu, like, he kind of aged. Like normally over a four year period?
0: Yeah, because he so didn't, There's no way didn't that transform. spans
1: several decades and he looked like a dude fresh out of a BL anime. <laughs> Am I wrong?
0: No, <laughs> you know, that, I wasn't expecting that.
1: <laughs> okay, um, well, you see my point. Like, look like a dude straight out of a BL anime.
0: It, Yeah, I don't know. I don't, yeah, he says decades pass and then. We see Several him again decades. and, and uh, he's grown. But I don't know if, uh, the thing I'm confused about is whether or not he transformed during that time period, because it's kind of assumed that whenever he transforms out of the Fushi body and then back into the Fushi body, even though it's just the boy, we, he doesn't have a name. Um, it's kind of like a reset point. Like if he mm-hmm. leaves and then comes back, yeah, he kind of resets to the way that he was, the way that the boy was when he died. <clears throat> so I don't know at this point when it leaves you off. It's like you don't know if he's aged or if he, like, if he hasn't transformed or if he is like found a way because, of course, he's developing every day with like being able to produce things. Also, I have a question about like matter in this world. I understand that like a lot of the, the actual science is broken; it's a fantasy world. But most things, most shows. When somebody can produce something, like create something out of nothing, it is kind of explained in one way or another as like, oh, they are absorbing from like a mana pool in the air or like from ground or like they have, they can transform one thing to another thing. It seems like Fushi is just creating matter, though.
1: Well... Yaya Rozu from My Hero Academia can do the same thing, but she's kind of limited based on the amount of energy and stamina she has.
0: Right, so she kind of- But she is
1: also not immortal. Yes. And also, she has to like understand the actual makeup of something to be able to make it. Mm. Whereas Fushi's like, oh, let me get cut by a blade of grass, and then I can turn into a blade of grass. Also, how does his power work only at the point of death? Because he, he gains the ability to transform into them with stimulation, but how is he not able to actually transform into them until they're dead?
0: I think it has something to do with their soul or like their person, because he can create husks of them, but he can't create the life. So it probably has, like, whilst something has life, he can't touch it. Like, he can't use it. But once the life is left, then it's a vessel for him to be able to use, and so, like sticks and stuff are already kind of vessels but um uh yeah, I think it's I think it's life is the difference,
1: but it doesn't make sense. I don't know. I need more explanation, I need more explanation on his powers
0: mm-hmm.
1: I need more explanation on what that ending was, yeah, but solid, 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 nine.
0: Yeah, I'm going to give it an 8 because of how frustrating I found uh, that character and how much I just wanted the villain dead.
1: Yeah. Oh, 100%. And the fact that she's still not dead.
0: I think, in my opinion, that she is dead in a way. I think that we'll see her again, but I think that it's going to be her as a knocker. Like, but like uh, advanced 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 I, you know? I
1: think she has uh i think it was kind of alluded to that she has like become one with one yeah so it's still her but she like the knockers have managed to take her over because the knockers have slowly started to become more human-like
0: yes i agree yeah
1: which is again i think that started back whenever uh goo goo got <laughs> noodled
0: go, go away <laughs>
1: but yeah i think at that point like once it kind of got a taste for human dna it was like oh time to evolve
0: yes okay so 16 volumes do you think that's
1: enough for at least another two core anime the second season has already been confirmed for october of 2022
0: i don't want to do this again can we not
1: (laughs) i'm curious if it's gonna have the same uh type of feel Mm -hmm. to it you know
0: yeah, I'm curious. I'm curious as well. It's just, I'm so, ugh, you know?
1: Oh, no, I get it. I totally 100% get it. I don't want to have to go through it again, but at the same time, this was really fucking good. Like, I can't knock anything about it other than Talk. evil bitch.
0: Sorry, I just reread my handwriting and figured out what I said. Oh. She's always given the chance to talk, just to behead her. Not take. That's why I was so confused. I was like, what? she's always given the chance to take? What? Let's talk. Shut her up, just behead her.
1: Agreed. <laughs> I've
0: got... I've got... um The new girl is seriously unlikable. Ew, face lick her. Parana is dead. Brackets off screen. I really, really hate her. She killed Parana. <laughs> Holy shit, oh. sexual assault. But yeah, like... Yeah, also, just like... What was with that sudden, I'm naked and I'm gonna have my way with you, whilst he's unconscious via blow dart, like...
1: Yeah, shit was... Ugh.
0: Whilst he's in a 14-year-old's body. uh Uh-huh. And she's, like, what, 25? Like, she's not... Something
1: like that, yeah. Like, she... No. Just no. Ugh. Bullshit. Ugh. That's it. That's all I got. We've given ratings. We've ranted and raved enough. Yeah. So, yeah, that... That, you got anything else
0: um no I'm I have nothing else there is nothing left in my body
1: I I, I feel that I'm going to go I was going to try to edit this after I got done mixing tonight but no I'm going to go the fuck to bed <laughs> uh-huh. after this oh I'll edit tomorrow and just be sad about my life <laughs>
0: I don't ever want to do anything by this person again. <laughs> like this creator. No. No, Every we've time.
1: got we we've got season 2 in October. It'll be fine.
0: Every time it's so sad.
1: And it's basically a pure reset. So we're going to have to get attached to people all over again. I don't
0: want to I don't want to uh... do this. I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs>
1: All right, so if you enjoyed my counterpart being back this week, that blue you can find her on Instagram and Twitter at bluelavenderstm. Uh huh.
0: And if you like Brad, you can find him on Twitch at Brad Gaming. He's also on Instagram under the same handle. He also runs our Instagram and s- s- social medias for the podcast at BNB Anime. We have a YouTube at BNB Anime. Um, where we have all of our podcast episodes that got one week late from when they are published on your regular podcast listening platforms. So if you want to listen to us early and you're on YouTube, you can download us on Spotify or Apple podcast or whatever your favorite listening platform is. Chances are we're on there. Um, or if you want to check out our fancy new video log screen things and hit us up in the comment section, head on over to our YouTube channel and um, look there. We've got some fun new content coming, uh, some reactions to trailers, some video game playthroughs, all this kind of stuff. Uh, look forward to that all coming onto our YouTube channel. As well as our website, we have a website, www.bnbanime.com, where again, we have all of our episodes ready to download right on the on the website, as well as links to your favourite listening platform. So if you're not sure if we're on a listening platform, you can check out the website and find out. Also got background information on there, um, links to our IMDb, uh, Friends of the Podcast, artwork that we've done all kinds of fun stuff on the on the website and soon enough we're also going to be having our drop list our rating list and um like our regular tier lists that i have a spreadsheet of are going to be put up on the website as well so that's super exciting
1: yeah so thank you all so much for listening blue and i greatly appreciate it next week konosuba the film because we need a break (laughs) We need to watch something yes, funny, and also, I don't want to make Blue sit through a twenty four episode anime, considering the amount of shit that she's having to
2: <laughs> deal
1: with for school, so that's that, was that. Yeah. but until then, we'll catch y'all next time Bye-bye. bye
2: bye, bye.